0: Hello, hello, OdaFest podcast listeners. This is the OdaFest podcast that you're listening to. And you are listening to Angelo and Jay and Nancy on the OdaFest podcast. Hello. Mm -hmm. OdaFest 2022 early bird tickets are now available. Head to OdaFest.com for all of the details. Quick reminder that OdaFest 2022 will be a two-day
1: event rather than our traditional three-day event. In keeping the interests of everyone's health, we will be requiring that all attendees have masks and we will be checking for vaccination status.
0: Panel applications are now open. Game shows, discussions, professing your love for your wife with an eight-hour block dedicated directly to talking about her. Become a part of the convention at OdaFest.com. Slash panelists.
1: Husbandos need not apply.
2: <laughs> wow, oh, no, no. Brood. Husbandos get their own no. section.
1: Husbandos <laughs> get their own Husbandos of the can, convention hall. Can create their own panel. Have, have you seen that new waifu. Genshin
0: husbando? <gasps> that, that, I have. That Ito guy?
2: Oh, I Doesn't have. does
0: he have abs that you can grate cheese off of?
2: Yes, and he's not even oh, JFK, which makes it hus- even better.
0: Bando. J F what? Uh,
2: it's it's a Clone it, High joke. Don't worry about it.
0: Oh oh my god! Oh Did you
2: not god. remember Clone High?
0: Well, no, I know Clone High. I didn't realize that joke was made in Clone High, but I'm just surprised you were actually talking about that JFK. I was like, is there is there some other chowda? Oh yes. Thing
2: my my that, that abs that are J-f- so firm. You see on them. That is a I thing.
0: love gotcha.
1: Roll it for me. <laughs> Roll it.
2: Say <laughs> what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Clam
1: chowder. What?
2: <laughs> anyway, so like Clone High stuff aside, that, that that was like a fantastic era of like Adult Swim cartoons. It really oh my is. Oh my <laughs> I miss God. it so much.
0: What was it? Clone High, uh, Mission Hill. What else was going on at that point in time? New grads. Undergrads. Undergrads.
2: Undergrads? Oh,
0: my God. Undergrads. Oh, my God. Triceratops ravioli.
2: Hey, guys. Hey. (laughs) Hey.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow.
2: Uh, I haven't
0: thought of undergrads in probably a decade.
2: And how... You know, this has been a really good spree of episodes where I remind you of stuff that happened over 10 years ago.
0: Why are Not you sh- making me feel old? Not sure. Why how are we I feel all growing this? old?
2: We are Why all does growing time up.
1: Flow through the hourglass like grains of sand through the hourglass. Like the grains of like sand I'll be counting
2: while the Steam Deck is delayed?
0: Yep. That's true. That's true. Time Two keeps moving months. forward. Steam Deck is still three months away.
2: Hmm. all right so we talked about this earlier uh we did talk about the is it worth getting the pre-order and if i remember right the pre-order was only like five bucks or something
0: yeah it's five bucks that's completely refundable to your steam wallet if you don't want
2: it mm-hmm. so do you think anyone it's, will it's like a cancel? reservation oh absolutely you you seriously think people will cancel yeah ouch
1: i'm gonna can no i don't know if i'm going to cancel yet but i lean more and more towards it cuz i'm like it's not an impatience thing i do not need the steam deck i am
2: are you way beyond up someone upon... who needs
1: another gaming computer so far away
2: <laughs> are you coming up upon uh advanced early uh like buyer's remorse here
1: no i just care less and less I am one I, I'm one of those people like you know how people have um, I don't know you want to say like cravings or they get like really hooked into a product by marketing and mm-hmm. they have the opposite of buyers' remorse but they they, they, they actually really want something I mm-hmm. am the opposite of that like all the time I can talk myself out of buying anything at any time
0: not financially man either it's just like i'm just like why "Eh, i do i understand the concept of dinner but do i really want to i mean i would have to cook it i would you know what might as well not even bother it's true
1: (laughs) to a certain extent that is part of it as well
2: so i'm pretty good at talking myself out of buying stuff too like it literally just happened yesterday i saw a sweater i thought it was really cute and i was like i need more sweaters it's really cold in the house and then I thought better of it and I was like, no, you know what? I already have enough sweaters. I'm good.
0: I can very easily talk myself into a purchase that I never intend to actually go through with.
2: That also happens.
0: But I still do intend to get the Steam Deck. I still think it'll be very interesting and nice. I I, I almost kind of want it from like a collector's point of view, where oh. it's like, you know what? Yes, it will be uh it's not going to be anywhere near as powerful as my game PC. There are a very limited number of things that I will actually want it for, but but the few games that I would actually want to play with it would probably be really great on it. And uh, all things considered, Valve hardware is just interesting. Just Do you have any other
2: items of theirs in your Valve museum then? Just
1: buy a Nintendo Virtual Boy or a Sega Dreamcast
0: if you really need to. I would love to have a virtual boy Mario tennis on that was amazing. Heck yeah. I
2: never got to play with one. I didn't know anyone rich enough who had
0: my, one. My my cousin had one. Wow. But uh, I actually don't have any other Valve hardware and that's kind so of why I you don't I want have it.
2: So you don't I have, have like missed the out. Valve controller.
0: I missed out on the Steam Link. I missed out on the controller. Have the link. Uh, you one of my friends actually had the, the Steam controller. Link. They when they started
1: liquidating liquidating the controllers, I believe the price was like crazy low. <laughs> They were like, like five bucks or yeah, twenty. They were bucks. like they were like Steam Link. Get
0: them out of here. We don't Literally, want to. By the time I, I heard about it anymore. they were all sold out. Yeah, wow. I wanted. To, I seriously wanted to buy like two.
2: I wanted to try it. I thought the I like the touchpad idea was interesting.
0: And uh, like the HTC Vive, it wasn't exactly Steam developed, but it was right. like a partnership between HTC and, and Valve. I actually mm-hmm. do have that, and I enjoy it thoroughly. But yeah, it, is, I don't it know. is very nice, and so I just think, you know what? I've wanted small, pocket-sized computers before. Like the mm-hmm. GPD Win computers have always appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Valve Steam Deck is probably one of the most interesting ones that will be available for quite a while.
1: I am. I'm thinking of canceling my Steam Deck, and I've talked about this before. Because I am leaning more and more seriously towards getting another Switch. So Yeah, that's fair. And at that point, like it just makes sense because the Switch games are exclusive to the Switch. Whereas the the Steam Deck sell is is me buying another computer to play my computer games on when I have a
0: perfectly functioning computer already. Yeah, so. but you can be like ten feet away from your computer. You know what you would have to do to accomplish that otherwise? A wireless mouse and keyboard. And that's just disgusting.
2: (laughs) Wireless mice and keyboards still are not as fast as I need them to be to suit the response time that I am used to.
0: On top of that, just um, try getting a good wireless mechanical keyboard. They don't uh, exist. I just hate the idea of my battery dying during games. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. worst. Yeah. Like I say this, I even have. I have a wireless mouse that I actually do like, the Logitech mm-hmm. G703. Oh, yeah. And I like it enough to the point where I have had to disassemble it and resolder switches instead of buying a new one.
2: Mm-hmm. We uh, talked about this.
0: And so, like, yeah, you know what? Wireless mice, okay. But a wireless keyboard can get fucked. <laughs> Wait. The, the only instance where I would actually want a wireless keyboard would be for, like, a, a media center PC, something that's hooked up to my TV.
2: Something mm-hmm. headless-ish.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And at least in that case, it, it makes sense because it's not the performance of the keyboard you're looking for. You're just looking for any kind of text input device. hmm But, uh, yeah, wireless keyboards on my main PC? No. Disgusting.
2: <laughs> Disgusting. Get this filth out of here.
0: Speaking this, of uh, I will sooner I will use the Steam Deck to wirelessly stream games from yeah. my desktop to the Steam Deck and then I'll be like at least the lag is because I'm transmitting a high definition video over the network.
2: Mm-mm. And controller to, uh, input uh, as well.
0: Buying stuff
1: are you mm-hmm. guys going to keep an eye out for anything for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that kind of thing?
2: I am thinking about getting a laptop for my parents. Oh, yeah. um, My parents have a rather ancient one at the moment, and I would like it if they didn't have to deal with it being so incredibly ancient and slow.
1: Like, what do they use it for out of curiosity?
2: Like, exactly what you probably think that they do. Like, they watch videos, they surf the internet, they they go watch news, you know, that sort of thing. It's not not something that's technically, like, processor heavy, and it's not something that's graphically demanding. But I would get them something reasonably mid-high tier so that they won't have to replace this for 10 years.
0: I mean, at this point, let's be real— Loading up two tabs of Facebook probably uses more resource than processing all of the uh, oh, yeah. All of the raw data received from Mars rovers over the course of the last the, 10 years.
2: The internet in general, like web design has gotten so heavy and I hate it. But it's awful. just the way it is. It's bulky. It's bulky, it's slow, and if your computer isn't sufficiently high in memory and probably GPU power like sites like loading up CBC is just painful
0: uh, and- there was a there was an interesting stat that came out a few years ago and that was that the average website mm-hmm. is now larger in size like in download size-
1: mm-hmm.
0: than the game doom <laughs> more processor wow. intensive too but literally, literally the 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 Biggest game, the AAA game, the most popular game that sold more copies than Windows 95 in 1995, Doom is smaller than your average website.
2: Yeah, and it has a lot to do with all of the bootstrapping and all of the frameworks and all of this strictly unnecessary but convenient developer stuff that gets loaded up yeah. on every single website and it's like yeah there are ways to minimize that but most people just don't bother to
0: exactly exactly anyway
2: tangent aside i want to find a laptop that is reasonably powerful and will last like 10 years for my parents and that shouldn't be too hard they're not exactly what if you just got
0: them a steam deck instead
2: can you do everything on it? No, that's so tiny though. Can you can you imagine oh, your is. parents just like needing their reading glasses to use the Steam Wait, Deck? Wait, you
0: don't You haven't set them I'm up with sure like I'm pretty sure my a... parents use the reading glasses to read the news on a 55-inch TV.
2: Oh dear. I was oh, going to set
0: them up with like a like a
1: Chromecast or something so they can watch their videos on the TV instead.
2: Oh yeah, they do. That just depends on if they have the TV on already that has something playing on it. They multitask Mm. just like any other normal person does.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
2: (laughs) Anyway, I'm just saying, it doesn't have to be like a gaming laptop. I just need to find them something reasonably powerful.
0: Mm -hmm. That is very fair. And, uh, you know, it's true. Like when it comes to PCs... Uh, if you get a decent like a, a decently powerful laptop now, it's not unreasonable for it to be competitive with low end or even mid-range offerings like 10 years later mm. uh, like my my old college laptop from 2008 would be absolutely dog shit these days mm. these days but but, back in 2015, 2016, so like not too long ago, like five years ago and realistically like eight years after that laptop was made, it legitimately was competitive with uh, with low mid-range laptops at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And Makes sense. Uh, like if you had if you had a, a Sandy bridge i7 laptop, for basic web browsing and things of that nature, it would still be competitive. It would still be useful. The battery would be shot, and that's about it.
2: And, like, back in the old days, ba- like a spare battery was relatively easy to buy.
0: I think it was just around 10 years ago that a lot of laptops started putting the batteries internal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Inside, like you can't you can't I, just I slide it that. out anymore, yeah. I hate that absolutely.
2: And uh, that's uh, kind of just the direction that mobile devices like laptops and phones have gotten, right? Like I remember, like three phones ago, I could just pop the back off of my phone and pop the battery out.
0: Exactly. Uh, in certain in certain cell phones, they were actually designed in such a way that during a drop the back and the battery would be flung out as a way to uh, to release some of that energy instead of sending it into the nice fragile glass screen.
2: Yeah, and or the frame, or like crushing the battery and causing it to leak terrible chemicals everywhere. That's also bad.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would be so, horrible.
2: Yeah, that was definitely a thing and we don't do that anymore. Like I look at the MacBooks now and they're all completely <laughs> integrated. You can't open them at all.
0: No, they're awful. That is why I still kind of intend to get a framework laptop.
2: Mm, kind yes. of.
0: But I just want I want devices that I can just do shit with. I I still love as ugly as it was. There <laughs> were there were modifications for like the Note 1 and 2 and I think even the Note 3 where you could get a battery that was triple the size of the original battery and you would have to get a new back for the phone. That had this huge-ass lump. It would, like, triple the size of the phone. It was the ugliest bullshit ever. But it would take this phone that, with light use, with the original battery, would last two and a half days, three days. With heavy use, would legitimately get you through the whole day. And turn it into a phone where, with heavy use, would last you five days to a week.
2: Okay. You just reminded me of something that I haven't thought about in a long time. Do oh. you did you know that Google quite a few years ago had something called Project Ara and Project Ara was ara, the ara? modular smartphone project
0: Oh that's right that went nowhere
2: It it got canceled but oh, it yeah. was It was such an amazing idea. You could pick a frame. You could pick, you know, what kind of processor you wanted in it. You could pick what kind of camera you wanted on the front and the back. You could choose larger battery sizes. You could, there was so much you could do with it. And it looked so cool.
0: And it went nowhere because unfortunately manufacturers realized that As much as people like the idea of modular things that you can swap things out of and customize and do this, that, and the other thing.
2: You sacrifice uh, too much for it.
0: The reality is that everyone wants a phone that's like so light that you can barely even tell it's there. uh, Even if it actually sucks because during the sales experience, you basically get here's a brick or here's the lightest, latest, and greatest thing ever. And everyone... In that one moment, in like the, the five minutes you get to play with the phone before you decide to, what you want to buy, is going to be like, yeah, I want the, I want the fancy one. Mm-hmm. I don't want the one that looks like it was put together with Legos.
2: <laughs> I mean, it still looked really cool. And even looking back at some of these photos of it, it kind of appeals to me in that sort of weird postmodern art kind of way.
0: Yeah, and- it, it was a legitimately interesting looking concept
2: yeah and i do wonder now that you mention it if i dropped one of those things would it all just like fly apart into its individual components so that they each kind of had their own bit of buffering instead of just cracking the frame or something
0: entirely possible entirely probable and more than likely the camera module would fly off and get lodged under your fridge and then you'd be (laughs) like well fuck i don't want to move the fridge Guess I have to buy the upgraded camera module. Oh no. Ugh. Ugh. That, that little camera module would be so far away.
2: Yeah, you'd almost swear your cat hid it under the fridge on purpose. Yeah.
0: So, has anyone heard of the faraway paladin? Also known as Saihate no Paladin. Oh, yeah. Is We're it? supposed to be Is talking it? about anime. This, this is an anime preview episode. It's as you delayed know as it. the Steam Deck. You wouldn't Ooh. know it, but yes, it it's, was.
2: Yes. It's following the theme of the Steam Deck. This is the Steam Deck episode, followed exactly. by delayed, delayed previews. preview. delayed
1: episode.
2: Um, so let's, question, is it an isekai?
0: It is, in fact, an isekai. <sighs> Called it. So Saihate no Paladin, done by Studio Children's Playground Entertainment, an action-adventure fantasy isekai anime. In the ruined city of the dead, far from human civilization, lives a single human child named Will. He's raised by three undead. Blood, the heroic skeleton warrior. Mary, the ladylike mummy priestess. And Gus the crotchety ghost wizard. The three of them teach the boy what they know and pour their love into him. One day, the boy begins to wonder, who am I? What am I? Will uncovers the mysteries of the undead hidden in this faraway land. He learns of the love and mercy of good gods, as well as the paranoia and madness of evil gods. And once he learns it all, the boy embarks on the path to becoming a paladin so as of recording we're we're 6 episodes into this anime and uh i thoroughly love
2: it really okay i it's
0: absolutely great
2: okay so i i am going to give this a shot then because as much as i rag on isekai sometimes i just want something good to watch doesn't matter the, if it's isekai or not the
0: entire isekai portion of it is like 10 seconds long. It basically amounts to, by the way, this is an isekai. Our investors said they wouldn't give us money if we didn't say that. <laughs> uh, although it's, it's, it's based on a light novel. So like, obviously, maybe the light novel has more isekai elements to it than the anime does. Huh. But the first the first few episodes are so wholesome. They're Aww. so good. The the, the the three undead parents are so absolutely great, and I love them all.
2: Aw. Uh, okay, I could use something uh, wholesome to watch. I don't
0: understand You're, something. If he's
2: a that?
1: paladin and he's supposed to be hunting undead, isn't that just pitting him against his parents?
0: Uh, yeah, sure, maybe, okay. Cool. But you don't understand. It's to be that one be one's clear. a lady-like mummy priestess. Uh-huh. And she's and, wonderful. And there's, and there's, she's actually wonderful. Oh. Absolutely I'm best. I'm not saying girl. she isn't.
2: No I'm question just
1: saying that a paladin by any RPG factor is all like uh, you know, turn undead
0: or
2: yes, blessed by against, holy powers and stuff. Yeah.
0: So uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay watch the anime i can't i don't want to spoil i don't want to spoil you can't no spoil, spoil it. no not, spoil we're not done we're not done to the show yet you can't spoil it no spoil i know but it's uh, no, uh straight up like the animation is actually pretty good i love i love the character design uh it feels well paced to me the voice acting is great like i've never heard of children's playground entertainment and i looked them up to see like what the hell they have done before They've done like barely anything, none of it that I've actually watched. And this comes out and it's just like blowing me away. It's like, it's fantastic. All right.
2: That, that sounds, I'm just, that sounds great.
0: I'm just, I'm, I'm all the way here for it. Every Saturday I wake up and I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Paladin anime is on today. Time to go watch.
2: All right.
1: Nancy, would you like to take on the next one? Yes,
2: I would. The next one is called Mirukochan by Passion. I have not heard of them either. And it is a comedy slash horror. Okay, so comedy horrors, that that already has me. Like, that's already a hook right there because comedy horror is the only kind of horror that I actually enjoy watching. Uh, Oh,
0: like uh, Shaun of the Dead, kind of?
2: Yeah, or like you know, Tucker and Dale versus Evil that sort of oh,
0: thing Oh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is great. I've
2: never heard Yeah. So that like comedy horror is like the only way I can get past ridiculous gore, super spoopy thing like we already talked about this on the Halloween episode. We don't gotta go over this again. But Fair fair. Okay. So Mieruko-chan, She can see dead people. She just chooses to ignore them. That's Miko's plan, anyway, but it doesn't seem to be working for her in this love letter to the horror genre that will send shivers down your spine, and occasionally tickle your funny bone. So, okay, we're talking Yay. about standard um, "I See Dead People."
1: Yes, well, we're I'm talking. Sure, we're like talking show, like the
2: Bruce Willis film "I See Dead People."
1: I feel like it's a show where, like, you take the standard like horror trope of like you know where you build up tension in this like in this way and then like it breaks it or subverts it in some way and makes it funny instead that's what I'm hoping for I
2: actually I actually really enjoy uh the I'm so over this mood and and like approach to things like this because it's like I can see dead people and then you know that's that's a pretty good hook to to talk about plot wise because there have been tons of anime series before that were like, oh, I see dead people and I help the ghosts move on. It is my duty. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a whole lot of backstory behind it. Or I see dead people and I make them my friends because I'm a lonely person in the world or something. But like the I see dead people, but I'm really over this. so I'm just going to ignore it. So... Mm hmm.
0: I, I have watched a couple episodes of this one. She is absolutely terrified of all the ghost things, and she is <laughs> always desperately trying to oh, figure wait. out some way to like ward them off. Aww. I think I might have seen the manga for this. I
2: think oh, really? I might
1: have read some of a few pages of the manga for this. Which, if it is the one that I'm thinking of, it's pr- it's pretty funny because if sh- if the main character is the one who's like scared all the time. But she just desperately either tries to hide it, or she like uh tries to make them go away somehow, but like does it in like weird ways and people and other people who legitimately you know are not sensitive to uh the other world, they're just kind of like, "What is happening <laughs> and she's just... <laughs> that's kind of what it's like. That's kind of what it's like.
0: Yeah. But it's and, also, uh, I think it's a little morbid sometimes, but that's okay. Is it? Well, so when I, saw I, like I actually that. really like the ghost design in it. Hmm. Uh, they look legit. They, they feel legitimately unnerving. Uh, not exactly in like a Junji Ito way, but in a very much, yeah, th- this looks like something that I should be afraid of, given the context of the world. Uh. Having that said, there are certain things that I feel like it falls flat on, which is why like I said I only watched a few episodes of it. Uh my biggest my biggest problem with it is that yeah, this character just stopping pretending not to notice and internally monologuing about how scared she is feels like it gets old really fast. Maybe in in maybe after episode 3 something else happens
2: something but else
0: maybe like I legitimately I stopped watching after 3 episodes and I was just like yeah, yeah. this is this is very well done but it feels very one note I just double checked hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure I have read some of the manga for this because the art
1: for the undead uh, or the ghosts or whatever you want to call them they're like they're actually like terrifying but it's. Uh, I see. I get the approach. I think it's fun. It. It was great to
0: watch during October. Hmm, I <laughs> only bet. during October.
2: Only during October, the month of spoop.
0: Spoopy month.
1: Spoop. Spoopy Super tolerance spoopy. month. Spoopiness exists in all months, but you only tolerate in October if you it's are. It's spoopy awareness. If month. you are baby. Exactly. That's okay. Exactly. <laughs> I would probably tell you to watch it as well because I enjoyed the manga that I read. I never finished it, but it was fun. Yeah, I'd give it a go. Uh, I guess the next show we have is "Komi San Wa Komi Komiushu Des," which is "Komi Can't Communicate" by a studio named OLM, which I do not recognize, and it is the comedy, and the romance. Timid Tadano is a total wallflower, and that's just the way he likes it. But all that changes when he finds himself alone in a classroom on the first day of high school with the legendary Comey. He quickly realizes she isn't aloof. She's just super awkward. Now he's made it his mission to help her on her quest to make
0: 100 friends.
2: 100 friends is a lot.
0: That's like that's like 60% of what the average person knows people in general. But uh, all things considered, I haven't watched this yet. I legitimately haven't watched this. But I've seen so many manga pages and manga panels from it and it looks absolutely adorable. That mm-hmm. I... I it's one of those anime that I just want to like keep in my pocket for a rainy day. I think and one I day also I'll, just, have like, read I'll pull it a out and I'll be like, "Oh, look at this. I think it's time."
2: To, <laughs> I think it's time. Do you have a backlog of rainy day anime series?
0: Uh one of them is Legend of the Galactic Heroes.
2: Oh my goodness, that's
0: one of these days. That's... I'm going to want a, a really good Epic space opera, and I'm just keeping Legend of the Galactic Heroes in my back pocket for that day.
2: I'm just gonna tell you that Production IG did an amazing job on that, like, remake of that series. But holy cow, of of the of the two seasons they currently have, I I am still disentangling all of my feelings. That show makes you feel things.
0: Is I didn't even realize production ig was remaking it at all
2: oh they did
0: i i didn't know all i know is that there was like the the, the, the like 100 episode long oh, anime yes. series from however long ago and there oh, were yes. several movies mm-hmm. and a lot of people can't decide on what order you should be watching them in so it's just like when i i feel like when people can't decide on the order instead of being like oh we have to we have to like research all the possible orders and decide no just watch it in broadcast order
2: yeah, you could. And just watch it in the order that you have it listed in numbers.
1: Going back but to still,
0: the actual anime though, why did I, you I want to keep komi San in my pocket? <laughs> because it looks cute. Might be cute. And it sounds yeah, this is the this the, the impression that I get about Komi-san is uh it's it's that anime that you start watching and then you're like wait a minute this anime is about me. Oh, kind of like the first time you watched Welcome to the NHK.
2: Oh, whoop.
0: It's that kind of thing where almost any weeb who watches it, they're going to feel they're going to feel like they're a part of themselves in the main character that either they like or don't like or find a uh interesting to see another character going through it's so
2: what you're saying is that it's going to be ridiculously easy to relate to
0: i think so and it's going to be like that in a cute way in a cute awkward way instead of something like welcome to the nhk where it's in a depressing way or Mm -hmm. uh what was that other anime uh i can't remember the the japanese name for it but the one anime where it's like uh no matter which way I look at it, it's your guys' fault I'm unpopular. The one with like the the the, the short black haired girl who's really, really embarrassing, and you're watching it and you're just feeling secondhand embarrassment so hard. I couldn't finish that anime. That sounds like I couldn't terrible, finish that anime because the second hand embarrassment was so strong. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh
2: the brutality.
0: But you know, Anime that, that that can make you feel that way, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's like, even if they're not like a, a work of art, to be able to have that kind of emotional resonance is just, that takes skill.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: And that's... Uh, I'm talking it up and I haven't even watched the anime and I'm just like, yeah, this is what I expect out of this anime. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm really hyping up this anime that I just want to keep in my back pocket for like a rainy day.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's worth your rainy day. Uh, Your rainy day fund of anime. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's It's for special times when you're just like, I don't want to commit to a story I already know is ongoing. I just need something new and light and Whatever, I totally get something, it. Something
2: it's that true. will make you feel feelings.
0: Yeah. Something that makes your heart go doki-doki. Awkward dokey. feelings,
1: <laughs> according
0: to the awkward, awkward, feelings. Yep. Yeah. Moving on, what else Man, do we have? Speaking of something else that makes you feel feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Warning, this next one's not technically anime. Get out of here. But we're going to be talking about <laughs> Arcane arcane the league of legends anime but not anime by fortiche or fortiche productions and Riot games based on the world behind league of legends arcane dives in the delicate balance between the rich utopian city of piltover piltover in the seedy oppressed underground of zon known across runeterra as the city of progress, many of the most brilliant minds call these cities home. But the creation of Hextech, a way for any person to control magical energy, threatens that balance. The story follows the origins of two iconic League champions and the power that will tear them apart. So this is, uh, this is going on. It's on Netflix. They're doing three episodes Uh, per week so so episodes four five and six came out today we're recording on saturday by the way uh and good lord good lord the first three episodes uh i watched with Dio and a bunch of her friends in discord and i don't think there was a a a dry eye in the whole discord call
2: are you serious yes okay
0: so it, it follows it follows the relationship between uh between Vi and Jinx if I don't play League of Legends I know nothing but about But I know League. certain characters I know why so is the is the is the red-haired lady cop with the huge yes. punchy fists mm-hmm. huge and punchy fists and Jinx fist. the huge punchy fists yeah and gotcha. Jinx is the is the 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 blue-haired yandere that that with all the sploties, with all the bombs mm-hmm. who okay. had the really cool music video like a decade ago <laughs>
2: Now I need to look this up.
0: Apparently they're sisters.
2: Uh yep. Oh, cool.
0: And you have to be like, how does a cop and some uh, terrorist, uh, how does that happen? How how does one family produce those two things? And, and we're learning. And it's sad. Oh, my God. Okay. But uh, I never
1: really, I played La League way back in high school, way back when it first came out. And I remember these characters, but I did not really follow the lore of League. I I might have played in a time where the lore wasn't really uh, a big focus yet, because in the time that I haven't played, they've definitely remade a lot of characters and
0: retconned a few things. So I can't say. Dio that keeps I know telling that. me about about things that they've slipped into the lore. Like three or four years ago, that mm. that are kind of like hinting at these relationships, and uh, based on like on on some of the 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 interviews that I've done, they've been working on this on this uh, show for like five years. So a lot of like the the character rewrites that have happened, a lot of like the the new voices that they've added, the new voice lines and stuff. There's small little tidbits that people are like. Wait a minute is this is this related to these two? Is this person is this person this other person that ha- was in lore that like magic bullshit happened to? Oh my god. And like uh it, it's just kind of cute and fun to watch all these other people really enjoy themselves like piecing it all together. I don't know. Hmm. Like I really I really do. I legitimately enjoy the the show so far. But it's it's clearly something where they've put so much extra into it for fans of League that I like it. But League of Legends fans really freaking like it.
1: That's good, though. That's like, for once, a video game movie or a series isn't total It's a video game
0: adaptation that's good. But, I mean, they are also... That doesn't happen.
1: It is technically like a first party creation whereas a lot of the times we talk about like video game movies or adaptations in general tend to be third party in some sense Mm. so
0: and to be fair like usually a a video game adaptation anime they're trying to adapt a story that already exists Mm -hmm. whereas in this it's more like they have characters that exist they have loose relationships there's no story at all otherwise that's public, so they get to present something completely new and fresh to everyone.
1: How many episodes are there?
0: Uh so there's six so far. Hmm. I think there's going to be twelve. Okay. Like oh, I think they're we, keeping I think, it
2: reasonably lengthed.
0: Yeah, I think we have two more weeks of uh, of episode. How long's per episode? I'm assuming an hour. Uh no, it is about thirty-five minutes per episode, okay. give or take. All right. So not your standard twenty-minute episodes, not your one-hour episodes, but it's it's well. Very the other
1: format is a forty minutes episode, um, which forty-minute episodes don't really exist as often because a forty-minute episode is essentially a special uh time format where like you know lots of there's lots of content involved but there's also like supposed to be at room for like ad breaks and things like that normally yeah
0: so yeah i remember i remember back when i was watching vikings i think it was and i was like huh the episodes are 40 minutes long mm-hmm. i wonder and then it hit me it's like oh because it's a one hour block so yes. f- freaking 30% of the time is literally ads exactly all bowed down and now that I think about it it's anime so is like 20 to 22 minutes long mm-hmm. so out of a 30 minute block again 30% of it is ads mm-hmm. yes. yeah okay you know what how sad is that TV kind of makes sense I hate it
1: yeah <laughs> it, it, it makes especially less sense as a format when for example Arcane is direct to Netflix which doesn't do ads in that way mm-hmm so why am I getting this format of show? Give me an hour, mm-hmm. or give me thirty minutes, or give me some sort of like, you know, sensible, uh, uh, for time format for these things. But hey, I don't have anything to say because I haven't played League in a long time. I know of these characters peripherally, but as long as the people who are into law, uh, like which is so many people are having fun with it what's there to it's, not love right
0: it's legitimately a very well animated mm-hmm. well arted like the the character designs the world designs the world building the 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 character voicing like mm-hmm. the everything about it is exceptionally well done
1: how's the music
0: like i it's it's great. I assume there's music. Like they got uh, they got Imagine Dragons to write the opening. Mm. Uh, they got a lot of the other like League of Legends songs. Sometimes this is an insert song. The it, it's just they took five years to make a twelve episode thing, and it feels like it. Good for them. Yeah, hmm.
2: yeah. They
0: they put a lot of time and effort into it, and I feel like it's paying off. Speaking of paying off, how much did Disney have to shake down all the anime studios for to do uh, Star Wars rights?
2: Who knows? But billions Star Wars, and Wars Visions was and super and well billions. executed.
0: Yes. it Star Wars Visions uh, was absolutely... It, it came kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, if you... For anyone who uh, is not aware of it, Star Wars Visions is kind of like a a, a compilation of a bunch of Star Wars short stories by a bunch of different animation studios. So you got like Studio Trigger. You got Production IG in there. I think you got some Sunrise going on. Mm -hmm. uh, A whole bunch of different animation styles. There were a few
2: studios I'd never heard of.
0: Oh, yeah. Like. It's basically a bunch of studios coming together to be like, this is what our studio is about in Star Wars form. Mm -hmm. It it felt very Animatrix-y in that way, in in the the way that it was packaged.
2: Very much so, because it was a bunch of short stories. They're not related in any way to, like, I guess unlike the Animatrix, a lot of things that they talk about, like, these are all characters that, you know, they don't appear in the novels, they don't appear in or are referenced by any of the main mainline Star Wars films or other franchises that they do. But it was just little moments. Um, really, really well told and animated little moments. And I think Studio Trigger was the only one to do two. Everyone else got one.
0: I believe you are right about that, but the one that the one that Studios Trigger did, uh, the twins, so good, was just so. So good. Cra- it basically starred uh, Leo Fotia from Promare uh-huh. in a Han Solo cut type of role. Yeah. Mm. And uh, what was what was the blonde girl from uh, Kill a Kill? The one with the eye patch. I can't remember her name, but she was a Sith Lord.
2: Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, basically, but and they
0: fought with lightsabers.
2: They did, and and there were two star destroyers glued together.
0: That's right, because it was all about like how they were twins, and it was this super star destroyer that was supposed to harvest harness the power of these. Force-sensitive twins or something of that nature.
2: Something like that. But whatever Uh, the case... The Han Solo
0: twin was like, no, fuck you.
2: Well, whatever the case, it was just... It was 100% this is Trigger. This is is exactly a story Trigger would tell given this setting.
0: Oh, yeah. And when the girl was like, oh, oh... You have one lightsaber? How quaint. Oh, I was pushing you back with two lightsabers. Oh, you thought I was fighting with my full power? What if I had ten lightsabers?
2: Okay. By the way, so because this is Disney, uh, all of them were also dubbed in English, if you do want to watch English. But... I didn't. I watched it all in Japanese. That was the only episode I went back to to see who the English cast was, and you would not guess who the English cast was for the twins. Uh, Stephanie uh, Beard. Nope.
0: Was it was it Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen?
2: No, but that would have been hilarious.
0: I don't know any other twins.
2: Do you rem? Either of you have you watched Community?
1: I actually have not. I have watched it, but you assume that I have a memory for anything.
2: Okay, well, Alison Brie was also in BoJack.
1: But she's not a twin.
2: She's not a twin. I mean, <laughs> but you don't she have was one of be
0: them. a twin to voice <laughs> yes, a twin in no. an anime. Yes, you do. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yes. I
2: love that your dedication 100%. to the lies lies of humanity go, but Allison Brie was one of them. Tell tell. And then, and then, our dear so it's Han Alison Solo, Brie. Uh-huh. our dear Han Solo was Neil Patrick Harris.
0: Oh, I, oh my God! Uh, Interesting. Ah. Uh,
2: my my mind was blown. I was like, "How Oh
0: and my he's god!" Also
2: I know. And they did great in that little bit of, of the want, English I kind that of I saw. Go
0: listen to it now. It, it was
2: very fun. Um, the thing that'll probably that you'll notice first is that the audio balancing for the Japanese uh, audio was much better. I found the English one very difficult to hear.
0: Okay, that's fair.
2: Uh but anyway, like, you know, full force of Disney level casting of people. Uh mm. so I shouldn't be surprised that there were a lot of very good names in the English casting, but yeah, Yo, okay, really well done. Like when
1: Disney mm-hmm. knocks on your door mo- like and says, I, I need you, you to are. be Yeah. I don't know who you are that you can say no. And then if Disney knocks on your door again and says, This is Disney, I need you for Star Wars you don't, you don't say no. Knox. You just I don't know who Disney you are to think that no. you can say no. I'm not even talking about money it, or necessarily prestige, because I'm assuming they already approach people with prestige also, in a sense. Let's be real. But but they would have people who like really know what they're doing and they're gonna put together a cast that you would want to work with, you know?
0: On top of that, as a professional animator what especially a professional anime animator in japan when are you ever going to be able to work on a star wars property right or a disney property the reality is like the chances of it happening are so incredibly slim i th- this came out of left field for i feel like everyone but uh, it's great it's just it's just super good all of them are unique and worth a watch
2: Yes. And honestly, I find the stories much more interesting than anything in recent Star Wars fame. Um,
0: It was better than Rogue One and Solo. I will shake you. It was just
2: more interesting. Like, I don't actually care about the main cast of Star Wars very much, I don't have a whole lot of attachment to them. I find these stories that take place out in the far reaches and. Some of these were heavily implied to have taken place in like, you know, very far in the distant past and possibly very far in the distant future, like in in terms of that, you know, main trilogies timeline type thing. And it was just it was a very interesting time. It was a very interesting experience to see these parts of the Star Wars universe, not the main trilogies and what they tell.
1: Hmm. Yeah. All right. We I have committed our contractual obligation goodbye. to talk about anime. Therefore, we shall end this episode and not talk about anime again for, for many at least episodes one more. one
0: episode.
2: True. When we do the, I review. mean,
0: it's not like it's not like we're a, a, a no nope. podcast. Never about heard an of anime them. convention or nope. something. No,
2: <laughs> never heard of OdaFest.
0: Don't forget to buy your tickets. Oh, that's the name of the podcast. Roll credits.